Alright everybody, now it's time for us to watch Christopher clean a woman's ass with his head. episode of the JJ and Hatman podcast set in a dystopian present. I am Hatman. And I am JJ. <laughs> <laughs> I am the JJ Bond 2000. <laughs> What's the, uh, oh, there's a, oh, no disassemble. <laughs> Have you seen Short Circuit? I, do you know what? I don't think I have. I don't think oh, I right. have seen it. I, I, I do. I do. I, I think I might have seen like a small part of it on TV at one point, but like I've, I've definitely not never sat down and watched it. What wasn't it quite famous for having like uh, the main character is like brown face and he's doing like it's like a white guy doing like a really shoddy Indian accent. Um. Oh yeah. I think I think there is a bit of that in it. But um, yeah, the robot in it's pretty, <laughs> pretty good. Yeah, I just I remember like my mate quoting like it, like something like Johnny Five is alive, like it's <laughs> very yeah like very, like very sort of a lot worse than Apu say you know yeah. um and I believe that that actor Fisher Stevens um who I hadn't thought about or heard of in years but I just watched recently the um there's this new David Beckham documentary on Netflix mm. which is actually reasonably entertaining but but weirdly it's directed by fisher stevens right okay i think i've seen a quote from that it's um it's where posh is like saying something like she um came from very humble beginnings or something and then it david just pops his head through the door and he goes tell the truth tell the truth what car did your dad drive you to school in (laughs) and she's like well it depends uh and then i think eventually she says like a bentley or something yeah, I think of Rolls Royce. Yeah, yeah, that that that, that is from it. Like he's like he's like yeah, she's like I was I was very working class background. And like, he's like yeah, cut 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 the bullshit. What did you get dropped off in school in a roller? Like, yeah. So and um and yeah, I I mean it's actually quite quite entertaining. Is that that documentary? It's worth a quick watch. Like yeah. um. I guess just the way it's, I mean, it's not amazing, but it's just the way it's paced and stuff is quite good. It's got like quite a lot of good music in it. Like a lot of like 90s Britpop and stuff like that, that I quite like. Um, and he very clearly has uh, OCD. Right. Okay. Yeah. It's like, like, yeah, like it's very, it's like very clear from how he is. And then I actually Googled it, Googled it afterwards just to see. And I was like, oh yeah, he, he like officially, it, it never states it like, What's the word? He never he never states it explicitly in the documentary, but it's like pretty clear. I might give it a watch actually. Yeah, sounds good. Um, just going back to the you know the the black face thing. I've read something recently that yeah, brown face. Brown, yeah. So there was a like white guy playing an Indian. Um, yeah. Morgan Morgan Freeman in Shawshank Shank Redemption plays a character who in the book is white. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like they even reference it in the movie, like when they, they're like, "Why do they call you red?" And he's like, "Oh, I guess it's because I'm Irish," which in the book he is. <laughs> right. But then obviously, you know, it's played by Morgan Freeman, so I guess that's meant to be the joke. Yeah. You know. Have you ever seen this? It's it's from 
back in the day where there were movies made in China, but there were no white people in China. So they had Chinese actors playing white people. Right. Um, so in like white face and it, it looks fucking, it looks horrendous, man. It looked, no person looks like that. It looks like very freakish. <laughs> um... Like they all, they all have like these weird sort of ginger wigs. Like that it's all, it always seems to be red and like this weird sort of eye makeup on and like facial makeup. Right. And it looks, it looks sort of quite nightmarish, you know, it, like it doesn't, you know, it's in the sort of in the un uncanny valley kind of thing. <laughs> Um, yeah, that is weird. I did. I think we've talked about this before, but I went once to see um, like a play. I can't remember what it's called now. Yeah, they, they. It was just all like white people, old white men as well, um, playing like various different Chinese people, including like young women. So like old men playing young Chinese women <laughs> and um, it was just <laughs> it was, uh, uh, yeah I'll use the word cringe fest that's the I mean, best way to describe yeah, it yeah I mean the, the, the first question that occurs to me like is why well I mean obviously the, it was an uh, well why did I go to see it for one that's probably a good answer well, I, mean, I mean I meant I meant why why was it done but why okay why did you go to see it um, well, my auntie just said, um, oh, let's go watch this. So we went and didn't get halfway through. And we actually stood, we thought there was a an intermission, but they were actually just changing scenes. So we stood up and left in the middle of a scene <laughs> change. And it was like an... Just walked out, just walked out going, this is shite, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> right, obnoxiously. It was amateur dramatics as well. So it's quite small, this place, in, in Batley. Um, yeah, Batley Amateur Dramatics Club. Um, but yeah, it was pretty unwatchable. And the main guy in it, who was supposed to be like a young Chinese girl, um, had this such a strange voice. It was like very booming. There used to be a guy who did the quiz actually in a pub we used to go to. Who used to go? I I remember this quiz. I I know who you're talking about. Yeah, you're on about uh, Quizmaster Jewels. Yeah, and he used to go. The next category is film. In what film? In what film? Like yeah. he, he sort of said film, like he was Irish, but he wasn't Irish. Yeah, yeah. He just had a very, very odd idiolect. That guy. Yeah. So this guy had a very similar one, but he was like singing and like almost a bit operatic. Um, but yeah, it was just very hard to watch. And weirdly enough, I don't know. I think I, I'm probably just replaying something we've had in an old episode. But there was a bunch of sort of twenty-something-year-old guys who came in with pints of beer. I think I said this last time. It's like I don't understand why they were there because they look like they should be out clubbing. I know Batley isn't like the most exciting place to go out. It's like one street <laughs> with two pubs yeah, on it. It's like a, it's like a, it's like if someone if you met someone and, you, and they were like, "Oh yeah, I've been on a mad night out in Batley." <laughs> Went to both like pubs. That. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I just imagined they were like there to see Grandad. Well, let's go watch Grandad at the theatre. Oh right, I see what you mean. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sorry, what 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 was this play? It was like I can't remember what it's called now. Um, trying to find what it's called, but uh... no, not going to be able to remember what it's and called. They were... And they were pl they were playing young Chinese women. 
Yeah, I mean, I didn't even honestly, I didn't even get the gist of what the plot was. Um, <laughs> was it, it was, was just it like, a lot of, like a bit singing? Of, was and... it a bit avant garde? And or, or it was a musical? It was a fucking musical as well. Yeah. Um, so oh, yeah. God. Sounds fucking bizarre, and that it was happening in Batley as well. It's the kind of thing that you'd maybe expect to be in like some sort of avant-garde, you know, like off off Broadway, you know what I mean, like something like that. But just t- to be happening in like a, a little town, like in, well, in Northern England. The thing is, it's like I think it's quite a popular amateur dramatics performance because I've actually seen posters for it advertised around, like in, um, you know, in the local area for another. Uh, you know, another group that's doing it, and I was like, "Oh, you know what I should do? I'll, I'll invite my auntie, and we'll, we should make it like a a thing where it, whenever we see this, whenever we see posters for it, we should just go and watch it just for the sake of it, just because it's funny, just see if it can be any worse than the original we saw." Um, okay, but I, I haven't ended up doing that because I think when I saw the poster, it was like a day before it was due, and I, yeah. But yeah, I think I might next time I see one. If I see, if it's in a few months or something, I might just call my auntie and go, "Come on, we're going to go see a terrible amateur play again. See how, see if we can <laughs> last at least to the interval." Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, I think there's something to be said for that. I mean, I haven't really done it with. I haven't really done it with plays so much because, like, who's got time and that? But like, I. I definitely. I definitely enjoy watching a bad film sometimes just to <laughs> just to make fun of it. I I guess I guess if you I guess if the, there's like genuinely really terrible local theater going on then you can especially if you if you know going in and there's a few of you, you know? Yeah. You can quite quite enjoy that potentially. Take some acid and <laughs> That would be quite the experience, no, wouldn't it? I, that sounds potentially horrible cuz like you'd be freaking out. <laughs> And like you, you wouldn't, and especially if it was like interactive or something. If it was like interactive, and like I, I don't know, like if it was like quite a serious subject matter. If it was like about the Holocaust or something. Hmm. Well, and I like mean... the, the 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 sort of lights were all like the house lights were all off, and then like they tried to get you to interact, and you were just tripping balls. <laughs> well, I think it'd be worse if it was like quite small, like the one we went to, where there was only probably about twenty people in the whole audience mm. um if you were clearly like hallucinating in front of all these people um yeah whereas like if it was a little busier maybe you could get away with it sitting at the back and just i don't know rolling around on your chair speaking of films actually recently i i, I started watching a few films from you know sort of 90s early noughties a couple of them being, uh, I watched Rush Hour, the first one, okay, with yeah, uh, Jackie yeah. Ta- Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker, and I watched it yeah. with my 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 son who's eleven, and um, yeah, it kind of surprised him. Like he was, he kept like laughing his head off and saying like like, well, there's one bit where uh, Chris Tucker like brings Jackie Chan to like Chinatown, and he says, oh. You you wait here. Maybe you'll bump into one of your cousins, and he just started laughing and saying, "Why is he so racist?" Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. And I, and I sort of thought about it actually. Like, it's it maybe it's it's part of the film, right? 
it's like about their sort of ignorance towards one another's cultures and they're kind of um it's like a buddy comedy right so they 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 grow to know each other and learn about their cultures but they do it does sort of start off it does sound like very both of them i suppose are quite ignorant because there's actually another bit where jackie chance gets brought through this like like bar and it's full of like other black people and um chris tucker's like i'll just do what i say i do what i do just say you know say what i say and he's like going what's up my n-words to them and then when jackie's left on his own he goes up to a guy and he goes what's up my n-word and the guy's like what did you say and again my son was like laughing his head off like saying he just said the n-word and i'm like well (laughs) i know but it's not it's not portrayed in like a way i had to explain to him the difference between like ignorance and racism i suppose yeah like he's just unaware that that's a thing that's offensive for someone else to say because it's probably the first time he's been in that kind of situation or even met people like that so um yeah I, I thought, yeah, I just thought it was like it's interesting to look back on a film like that um, that has a you know that highlights a lot of sort of current issues like people people have issues with things like that like um, like racism and and using the n word and like yeah it being portrayed in films and stuff. There's a lot of like social justice warriors around, I suppose. Um, and you don't see as much of it in modern films, I suppose. Those kind of themes. Uh, so yeah, it's a bit of a learning experience for him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. I mean, but I I love that that's his reaction. Like, I I love that his his reaction is like, this is fucking ridiculous. Why are they so (laughs) racist? Like, I mean. I, I think at some level that, that shows how far we've come. Any, anyway, how do you feel overall about the movie Rush Hour? Because I like I, I've I was never a huge fan of it and I haven't haven't seen it much in years. I think I might have seen it once a few years ago. Well passable I guess. Like what 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 did you reckon to it? Well I think there was Jackie Chan was like uh he kind of exploded onto Western cinema, I suppose, because of his uh sort of mix of charm and his martial arts and his stunts and stuff. Um, so I think yeah, it's Jackie Chan kind of makes that film. Chris Tucker's really good in it as well, and I think um... see, I always I always thought that I found Chris Tucker annoying, and I don't know if I did or if it's just his character in uh, the Fifth Element, yeah, uh, who is sort of intentionally annoying, I guess. Which I also haven't seen that in years. So, um, but I think he, I think his character in that is intentionally quite annoying, right? But I, yeah. I sort of associate that with actually chris tucker being annoying but he's, whereas he's not in that movie right he's quite he's kind of he's a bit cool right he's kind well, of a cool guy the thing is he's a he's i think he's supposed to be like a selfish like a bit of a selfish douchebag okay uh, because he's very you know just he works on his own you know he doesn't have a partner and um he he's kind of like caught up with he, he sort of deals in both worlds like his brother is some kind of criminal guy he doesn't really go into detail but he knows stuff about like criminal activities in the in the area and he kind of 
he sort of works both sides really. So he's a cop, but he's also not afraid to, you know, be a bit dirty to get what he wants. Okay. But yeah, he also comes across as a bit annoying because, like I said, he his character like come, feels a bit like ignorant and you know, ignorant in a different way. Um, to Jackie Chan, where Jackie Chan's like, you know, he's saying the N word because he literally doesn't know that it's offensive. Whereas he's just like, oh, you might see some of your cousins here, just like ignorant of the guys. Like, uh, well, Jackie Chan's character's um, motives, because, you know, obviously his, his character's like really invested, he, he was really good friends with this little girl that's been kidnapped. Uh, so he's, it's for him, it's like a, you know, personal mission. Which, which, which isn't that a little bit of a weird plot point? Like, I don't know if that, that would that be put in a film these days? Like a middle-aged man who's just really close friends with a, a little girl that he's not related to? Like... Well, he's like his, um, he's like her father's sort of right-hand man, I think. Like his okay. like bodyguard. So, um, but yeah, I don't. It, it's never. It never comes across weird, but yeah, I suppose it would. I don't know. I feel. I, I don't feel like it's an a weird thing. If it okay. was, if it was done in the same sort of way in a modern film, I don't think it would be weird either. But yeah, I can see how it it could be weird. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to make it more weird than it is. <laughs> just yeah. <laughs> just mentioning it in passing. It has a lot of. It has potential for a lot of weirdness. I mean. Yeah. But yeah, so anyway, going back to the film, I actually do quite enjoy it, and I think my son enjoyed it quite a bit as well. Um, you know, it's pretty action-heavy, uh, lots of comedy moments, lots of cool stunts and stuff, and the characters do sort of grow and learn to appreciate each other and like work together pretty well. And it did pretty well. I mean, I think there was like three or four of them, so um, it, it's not like amazing. It's not one of my like go-to films to rewatch. Um, but yeah, it's it's a bit of fun. So you did mention the fifth element earlier, actually, and I watched that with yeah. my son yesterday, actually. Um, and it, so he's eleven, and it's rated PG. Mm-hmm. So I thought, you know, it's, it's it's all right. I haven't seen this film for a long time. Um, and then straight off the bat, there's like, you know. Uh, what's her name now? The female lead in it, uh, Mila Jovovich, like has her boobs out within like the first hour of the movie, and uh, does a couple of times. She's pretty scantily clad in the film, um, mm. which you know that's no complaints from me. <laughs> right. But I feel like PG rating nowadays wouldn't have any nudity in it, and also. Chris Tucker's character is clearly shown like going down on a woman as well at one point. Oh um, really? I don't see. I don't remember because I, ba- I barely remember this film. I have seen it, but like I barely remember it. It's like yeah, it's quite emphasised as well for a while. So yeah, and I watched it with both my kids. Um, one of them's a bit older, so it wasn't too bad. But my my son, who's eleven, like yeah. It, he was just like, what's this? What, what are we watching? This isn't a PG. What's he doing? <laughs> and he's got like, yeah. so he's got like um, a weird hairpiece on at the time that kind of looks like a loofah, you know, like something you'd clean your toilet with. 
Yeah. So they yeah. Ca- started calling him Lou for head, and I just said, oh, yeah, just cleaning her ass. Um <laughs> Because he keeps going, like, you know, she's got, she's sat up and he keep, his head keeps going down to, like, a crotch area. I'm like, yeah, he's just cleaning her ass with that loofer on his head. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it kind of surprised all, me. That... It be all, because it's, like, blonde, isn't it? Wouldn't it be all brown? Like... <laughs> well, yeah, it's, like, white blonde, yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah. obviously he's not doing that. So, but, you know. <laughs> just, I'm just imagining if he, I'm just thinking about the practicalities as if he was, you know. And I'm all like, Turds on the end of it, I'm all like you know, like fucking, like well, not like, like thing to you know, have on your head, no. like, like you know, like a sort of chocolatey smear on yeah. like the end of the, the sort of weird loofah quiff. Yeah. Well, it depends on how like you know how clean this woman is. Hopefully, it wouldn't be that bad. It was well, like... if. Well, I, I imagine that it was like just after she, she took a shit as well. <laughs> like, like, because otherwise, like, there would there would be that much point if she was clean anyway. There wouldn't be that much point. Like, yeah, I suppose. I, I mean, that does make. I think that would raise the certificate level a little bit if that was the case. Would it? Would, would it? I mean, if it was, if it wasn't shown, if it, if nothing more explicit was shown than it actually is, but there was just like some chocolate sauce on the top of his quiff for the next scene, like well, a smear. Well, maybe, yeah, I suppose. Maybe that's a bit more kid friendly because it's like, <laughs> yeah, uh, potentially poo-poo. it's like, le- le- <laughs> right, it's less sexual. All right, so let's 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 imagine this now. Imagine that we're in the the British Board of Film Classification. Are we going to upgrade it for that or downgrade it? Um, we're going to make it a U, a, a U. What's yeah. what's the what's the one that's even lower than a U, like a, a C or something? I don't, yeah, I don't don't even know. Um... Yeah, just anyone can watch it. Everyone should watch it. In fact, it should be like yeah, a... no, it's it's mandatory. It's mandatory to watch this film. Yeah. that's it's public broadcast. It's now it's public service broadcast, and everyone <laughs> has to like they they have to like stop. They have to like shut down like schools. It's like once a year, once a year, everyone has to watch it, and they like close schools and everything. They stop classes. Everyone gets half a day off work. Yeah, so that everyone can watch this film. Well, not even the film, uh, just that one bit. It's like, <laughs> all right, everybody, now it's time for us to watch Christopher clean a woman's ass with his head. And then it's like, like a, a it's like a, it's like a, a yearly tradition, like the, like the Queen's Christmas broadcast. It's yeah. like that. It replaces it since she's passed. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It comes on with all like pomp and ceremony and stuff, but it's just that scene. <laughs> <laughs> with Chris, Chris Ducker's shit smeared loofah quiff. Yeah, and it's absolutely ridiculous, over the top voice that he does in it as well. Would it? Would it? Would, it, would we try and get him to refilm it, or would we like digitally enhance it? Because surely he'd have, his face might be different. I you know, it'd be like be... you know, if you, if you can picture him like going sort of cross-eyed and looking up at it and going, and going I mean, like a proper disgusting face. Get an AI. To yeah, you, yeah. Be that enough. might be the way to go. Yeah. I was going to say actually, the the thing about Chris Tucker's character in that fifth element film is i find it actually really hard to understand what he's saying because for one he's putting on like a really ridiculous voice like a really uh what's the word now um like a diva voice and then at the same time he he has this like headset thing on uh that's like changing the the distorting it changing the tone and stuff and the pitch Mm. And I was like, "What?" Like an like, auto tune, is it? Yeah, and I don't, I don't know if I, 
remember it being that bad for it's not for the the whole film but it's for whenever he's doing his like broadcasting bit but i actually just couldn't understand half of what he was saying because it's so like all over the place the pitch and stuff um so yeah that's uh they could have fucking sorted that out sort it out you can't yeah and there's a bit as well where there's, was... there's like a blue alien singing and it's like a opera thing she's like doing all you know like um I vaguely really remember. Isn't, isn't she sort? Isn't she quite sexy though? As well, she's like a blue alien, but isn't she a bit sexy? She's like in a skin tight blue thing, yeah. But it, right, yeah, it doesn't hold up as well as some of the bits of the film because it just look. You, I mean, you can just see that it's like not really well fit, and she's got like a balloon on the back of her head for the big. She's got like a bulbous thing on her head, and it's clearly just a balloon. Um, <laughs> right, yeah, just the effects. Don't hold up that well. But yeah, she's singing and she's doing like all the opera and stuff. And then when the fighting starts, it start you know it breaks down and gets a bit more like I don't know, a bit more fast paced, a bit more hip hoppy. And then she does these bits that are clearly like not even physically possible for people to do. Like the the tone changes so quickly on the pitch. Like she's just hitting like she's not a, she's not a person. She's an alien. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing, isn't it? But then when they might it have ha- different, they'll have different like vocal cords and different, you know, anatomy and stuff. When it happened, though, it was like the funniest thing ever to my kids. They were both just like oh, right, laughing okay. their heads off because it's so like clearly impossible. Um, and it just it does. I never thought about it before. I thought you know that's that's quite a cool bit of the movie. But then when I rewatched it, I was like, actually, it it just does kind of sound a bit silly. But I suppose the idea is that she's like this operatic alien, that um, like a super opera singer. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, which, Fifth Element. <laughs> it was just kind of, it's, I mean, it's kind of a cool idea. If, if, but yeah, like if it's just done badly and the effects look whack, then nah. But I was also just, I was literally just thinking, what, what the fuck else was Chris Tucker in? Because like, I couldn't think of any other films he was in. And then I've just gone on his, his wiki page. And he was in... Of course he was. He was in Friday. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I, I quite like the film Friday. I mean, it's not a perfect film or anything. But I do like it. Like, quite a lot, actually. It's, it's, like it's a, the kind of film that I... I sorry, I was just going to say. It's like a, a stoner comedy, right? Um, it, it often gets classed as a stoner, stoner comedy. And they do smoke weed in it and there is like a lot a lot of the plot revolves around um having having to get money to pay back this drug supplier but i wouldn't really class it as a stoner film because like the main character isn't a stoner it's more it's more of like a kind of hood film if you know what i mean um like a gangster film well well, it's not no they're not really gangsters they're just like a couple of sad sacks who live in like you know uh compton or whatever um yeah, I mean, I haven't seen that in so long. I have absolutely no idea what happens in it. In fact, I think I might have only actually seen next Friday and not Friday. Okay, I I feel I feel like I've I've maybe only seen the original one, and then there was also the Friday after next. But I I feel like maybe they they lean into the sort of stoniness of it in the sequels more. Right. Okay. Yeah, maybe that's like right. the original one. The original one's a bit more grounded, and then like I think the later ones get like 
yeah, a bit more stonerish and a bit more sort of ridiculous. Mm. Anyway, so yeah, that was uh, a few films I watched with my my son and daughter over the last few days, and was surprised at the levels of, I suppose, what would be considered mildly racist nowadays, and maybe the certificates were a bit whiffy, but I, I guess it was depressingly. Some of them were almost 30 years ago, so yeah. 20, 25 years ago, 26 for Fifth Element. So, how about a hypothetical question? Sure, yeah. Let's uh, let's move on to a hypo. Hi- hypo, hypodermic syringe. Yes. Okay, so uh, for an all expenses paid one week vacation anywhere in the world, would you be willing to kill a beautiful butterfly by pulling off its wings? Um, it's a bit shitty thing to do, isn't it? But I suppose, yeah, probably. Depends. Is it like the <laughs> yeah, last yeah. of its kind, smart? Like in well, it doesn't say. It, it it doesn't say. Maybe maybe you don't know. Uh, uh, you know, maybe you don't know, but you you suspect it might be. So it's possibly the last of its kind. Well, I mean, it it always could be. You know, unless you know, unless you're a, you know, um, an entomologist and you know. I was going like, to say botanist, but that's plants, isn't it? Uh, yes. Unless you're a botanist and you know about butterflies as so, well on as a side gig. So, so in the question, I, I there's a, there's a sort of second part to it, which it obviously expects that. You're, so you're basically saying yes, you would. Yeah, I think most people would just say it, yes. Well, it obviously expects that a lot of people wouldn't, because there's a follow-up part which says, "What about stepping on a cockroach?" It's like, All right. I do that for free. I do that for a fucking. I do that for a sip of Pepsi. I mean, I've. I... This week, I've probably stood on about four snails just going to my car, and I feel bad every time, without, right? Without, yeah, I, I feel a bit bad with with snails. With slugs, uh, that's the thing. There's, there's, a, there's a sort of unfair hierarchy to these things, because I always I, I always feel a bit bad if I sn- step on a snail. You know, you hear that crunch, that crack. Yeah. I, I, you know, I wouldn't do it on purpose, but if you do it by accident, but if, if it's you... dark out or whatever. But if you step on a slug, you just go, ugh. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like a gross thing, isn't it, instead? Like a snail, you go, oh, shit, sorry, dude. And then a slug, it's like, oh, fuck, get off me. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, there must be some, you know, difference in the way we receive the sound of a crunch versus a squelch. But I would say, like... (laughs) You think that's the critical difference, is the sound it makes? Yeah, I I do think it, it, I guess, like... Standing in something squelchy isn't good usually. It's stuff that's squelchy that's usually, on the floor usually, is usually, usually something nasty. Turd. Well, a turd, right. you know, street pizza. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, it's never going to be. It's 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 never likely to be anything good, is it? It's never even you know, even if it, even if it were something good like like a fucking chocolate brownie, like yeah. you've ruined it by standing on it. You've squelched it, so that so it's not good that you stood on it. Yeah. Whereas crunchy things. You know, crunchy, like, you know, crunching through gravel or, you know, when you walk on grass and it's been frosty and it kind of crunches, that's satisfying. You get, that's nice. And then crunching on a snail, you're like, oh, that's something satisfying. Oh, shit, no, just snails. I wonder, though, if you had, like, would it be satisfying 
walking on a field of snails, similarly to walking on a field of frozen grass? Oh, there's only one way to find out, man. We've got we to gotta empirically test this. Right, so... Bring in the snails! <laughs> Bring on the snails! Walk across this. Would you walk across field of snails? Yeah, would you, would you, would you go on an all-expenses-paid one-week vacation if, to get there, you had to walk across a field of snails? Um, do you think, actually, maybe... There's sort of a weight distribution thing there, like because you can do it with with eggs, can't you? You can sort of lie down on on. Can you? Am I am I am I talking bollocks here? You can maybe stand or if if you get like a load of eggs, mm. so you're sort of distri- distributing your weight on them. You can sort of certainly lie on them, but maybe stand on them without breaking them. Yeah, I think that's something you could probably do with a bit of practice and preparation. A similar thing maybe you could do with snail. It, I suppose it depends on the variety of snail, right? You get like a yeah. large, giant African snail. That well, you could, you feels could, like if, it could if, hold a bit got, more if weight. If you got one of those, you could, you could just ride it to, to your vacation. Fuck, fuck the tri- fuck the getting the plane and that. You just ride the snail. Yeah. So I think may, I've just Put had a, a saddle thought, on it. actually, about the snail thing. Right. Is that I think the initial crunch of a snail is followed up by a squelch. So it sort of de- <laughs> denotes disappointment, right? It's you... quite the revelation, yeah. Yeah. So maybe that's why you feel bad, because you thought you were going to get something good. You thought, you know, this crunch underneath your foot was like a crunchy leaf. But and then there was a squelch. It turns into a soggy, a soggy crunch. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's like yeah. standing on a, you know, a crunchy leaf, but underneath there's a dog dirt. So, you know, you, you're filled with these, like, positive emotions and then suddenly, whoa, negativity, which leads to guilt. I love, I love, how, I love how you said as well, a dog dirt. A dog dirt, a dog pat. <laughs> a Scooby snack. A poodle pat. Puppy pat. A puppy pat yeah, on yeah, the street. Yeah. A proper pat, yeah. <laughs> a doggy doo-doo. Hmm. Um, so yeah a country brownie <laughs> yesterday's biscuits <laughs> so have, have we said have we said yes on this um <laughs> this this trip then we are we are going to take the trip by pulling off the butterfly's wings well i mean and or I... stepping on the cockroach because by, by the way i have had i've had you don't get cockroaches much in england do you no. Like, I don't think, I don't know if I've ever come across one in, in England, but like some other countries where I've lived, there've been a fucking lot. Like, I don't, I, I think I might've mentioned this before on the podcast. I'm not sure. Like, but you know, when I lived in the, the Philippines, I lived in quite a nice sort of upmarket apartment. And even though it was quite nice, like there was a fucking cockroach infestation in the building. Right. So even, even though I had the, um, the people come and spray like once a week or whatever, like they wouldn't get rid of them. They just, they'd spray and there wouldn't be very many for the next like day or two. And then they'd, they'd start coming back. Cause they were just like, they'd infested the, I guess the drains or whatever. So you just couldn't, you just couldn't get mm. rid of them. Yeah. I was going to say, aren't they close just... to impossible to get rid of? Yeah, I, I guess. I mean, they'd spray and I'd have to obviously leave and, because the the toxic gas was in the apartment, so I'd have to be out of the apartment once a week for a 
a good couple of hours. Mm. What is it about cockroaches that is because they're, they're they're vermin, right? They're you know you want everyone just wants rid of them. Can they spread lots of diseases? I assume they do because they uh, just get on everything, don't they? Yeah, they probably do a bit. I mean, um, I don't know. For me, it's like very like like I'd say that it's it's a different thing because like there's there's spiders, cockroaches, and mosquitoes, which I'm not very keen on any of them. Mm. I can tolerate spiders, I guess, uh, if they're not you know if they're not too big or whatever. Like I can sort of they're not too drunk. Suffer... <laughs> what you... really Larry. <laughs> Giving your spiders vodka again. Yeah. Um, no, like I can, I can sort of, I can sort of tolerate them as long, as long as like, even if they're in my room, I can just sort of ignore them as long as they don't, as long as they're not in my bed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, what, what, but it's a, it's a different feeling. Like sp- spiders creep me out a bit. Mm. Like they kind of creep me out. Um, cockroaches gross me out. Like I feel like physically repulsed by them. But even them, yeah. I, I sort of, I sort of half tolerated them because I, I had no choice in this apartment. They were just everywhere. I could have spent my my entire time trying to find them and kill them, but like I'd never get them all, you know. So I just yeah. sort of, I just to, to a large extent put up with them, and I, I got used to like not leaving any food out or anything because if you left, even like, like I ordered a pizza one time, and you know I, I left it sort of on the on the side, in its box with the box closed, for about half an hour while I went in the other room or whatever. And then I came back and I opened the box and there was like a hundred cockroaches on this fucking, on this pizza. Right. That's pretty grim. It was, it was, yeah, it was bad, man. It, it, it I, you know, m- mostly the smaller ones, but you know, like there were, and I might be exaggerating a bit, but, they, but I did open the box and there was like at least a couple dozen cockroaches. Just crawling you know? all over the top of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was pretty, it was pretty foul, man. But, um, the the one that I really actually just loathe with a passion are mosquitoes. Yeah, they're... like with them it's like more, it's more intellectual. It's more like I know that they, that like they don't gro- gross me out or creep me out in the same way. But like I I genuinely generally hate them. Like I'll go I'll go out of my way to try and kill mosquitoes a lot more than I will spiders or cockroaches. Yeah, I mean, there's a big difference between like spiders, cockroaches, and mosquitoes. I think spiders. Like you say, it, you can just leave them alone. Just kind of be wary of them. Like most spiders, especially in in the UK, like they're just harmless. Um, I don't understand the whole like screaming every time you see one kind of thing that a lot of people have. Um, just leave it alone. Right? It's like a flatmate. It's doing you a favor. It's eating flies and shit. Yeah. Just leave it alone. Cockroaches to me. They look kind of meaty. Like, could you, could you eat them? Are they edible? You know, I've heard of I've heard of people eating like a lot of weird insects and stuff, but I I don't recall ever. Like, and I've I've even had some myself. I've had like deep fried crickets and stuff while I've been traveling. Yeah. Uh, I've even seen like deep fried tarantulas and shit like that in Cambodia, but I've never heard of anyone trying to eat a cockroach. I just think there's something about them that just like, I don't know, I. Whether it's just a weird, weird psychologically evolved thing, but I do. I admit, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's just me, but I just they they just gross me out on like a very a, a way that's not that like, I can't even justify it like intellectually. Yeah. Like I can with with mosquitoes. Like I can't. It's not like I know that they're and they are. I mean, they're pretty. They're pretty dirty in that. But like you know, it's not. It's it's not even that. It's not like that. 
it's not a logical thing. Well, is it like maggots? Because mag- I think maggots are freaking gross. Like they gross me out a lot. Uh... Like if you if you move somewhere and a lot of maggots fall out, it's like oh god, gross. I mean that hasn't that hasn't happened to me much, but yeah, they are pretty gross. I don't know. I guess it's a bit similar. I've never I've not come across many maggots in in the wild. The main the main time I've come across maggots is when I've gone um I've gone fishing like with trolley or something, and uh and you know because because he's right into fishing and that like he, he doesn't give a fuck. He's just used to picking them up and yeah them book and that. I think I think I've even seen him like eat a bit of one once just to fucking gross me out a bit like. Well, I know people you can eat them. There's types of cheese and stuff in there that has it in. Um, oh yeah, there's that cheese in it, Italy that has some. Are they maggots? It has some kind of weevils or something in it. Yeah, I think it looks similar. But yeah, I think maybe. Uh, do you remember the Lion King? Watching the Lion King as a kid. Yeah. And you know the bit where Simba goes to, and meets Timon and Pumbaa and they eat like bugs from under a fucking tree stump. Yeah. Yeah. And, and he squeezes one and like bites it and it's like all smush on the inside. Slimy. It's like all slimy in there. Slimy, yeah. yeah, satisfying. Yeah. I feel like that's probably what cockroaches are. It's, they kind of look <laughs> like they might be meaty, but inside it's just like splooge. <laughs> just like toxic splooge. And you... Toxic splooge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Radiated smegma. Inside it's just... <laughs> <laughs> radioactive smegma that's all they are that's what they're made out of it's just a, a radioactive smegma with a sort of meaty meaty Shell. looking yeah. exoskeleton yeah so yeah but mosquitoes are literally bastards and can fuck off because yeah they like spread all sorts of disease and they're also just they are just bastards they just don't give a shit like the other two things, uh, like spiders, just kind of chill, eat flies, that kind of thing. I suppose some of them can kill you if you piss them off and like mess with them. Like the cockroaches will just like hang about, eat all your food if you leave it unattended. Just generally be just gross to look at. But they won't fucking get on you and start like messing with you like a mosquito will. They won't just like land on you and go, "Yeah, I'm eating you. I'm gonna have some of you. I'm gonna eat a bit of you." Like, I think I'd hate mosquitoes and spiders as much... Uh, sorry, um, cockroaches and spiders as much as, as mosquitoes if they flew onto you and then started fucking around. But this whole thing is predicated on, like, like that butterflies are inherently sort of... Not, and they, Yeah, they look nice and they look pretty. But I, I, do they have any more inherent value than a cockroach? Uh... I don't know. I mean, they pollinate things, right? I suppose that make, makes Do them they? a bit more valuable. Yeah, anything that like lands on flowers and stuff. I guess they, I guess they must it. a bit. Like, I don't. I don't know if they. I don't yeah, because any, anything that like lands on flowers and disturbs them and stuff, you know, can be counted as a pollinator. But yeah, not not like a, not like a bee. Yeah, but, it's pretty down there with a. I mean, you know, I, I, I'd, I'd imagine that like. Uh, yeah, like so, not not the same level as a bee. And I imagine that at some point there must have been some cockroaches that have have pollinated things in passing. Like not that they're doing it all the time, but some of the, yeah. some of the fuckers fly. Yeah, so they like knock a leaf or whatever, and yeah, whatever. Yeah, it's maybe they're the same. They're fucking, they're the fucking same, man. 
Cockroaches, butterflies. It's, what's just, the it's just racism. It's just yeah. fucking racism. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like the, um, the popularity contest. Uh, yeah, I don't like what that that question's implying. In fact, like you said, does a cockroach have more less inherent value than a a butterfly? Just because it's beautiful, nice to look at. I think it's very shallow, actually. I mean, yeah, yeah. I think we should go out and burn some butterflies to make up for it. <laughs> to the barricades, men! <laughs> Take whatever your booty you want, but the beast is mine. It's like a fucking butterfly, like fucking with you're like a fucking pump action shotgun, like fucking. Let's go kill us some butterflies, boys. Nobody expects the butterfly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, get out there, kill some butterflies. Um. But then, where's the holiday? Uh, holiday anywhere? Do we get to have a holiday wherever the fuck we want? What if I wanted to go to the sun? Well, I guess you get to. I mean, it says for a week. Because uh, all expenses paid. I mean, I mean, do you want to go to the sun? Well, I, I just want to challenge them to put something together that lets me survive for a week on the sun. I mean, yeah, I mean, that was what I was going to say. I, I assume that if you go to, go to the surface of, of the sun, I assume that, that it's a one-way ticket. Yeah, well, it says a week. Got to at least live a week. Well, um, well, I don't know if it says live. I mean, like, technically your atoms would still be in the general vicinity i don't i don't know what, what are you going to do sue them afterwards when you're when you're gonna get in touch with get in touch with a lawyer after you've been fucking evaporated tossed into the sun yeah like a holiday in the sun and they just launch you in a fucking yeah. rocket into see, the sun see you in hell <laughs> um i mean one day do you think there'll ever be holidays on the sun that sounds far-fetched doesn't it Yes, yes. I know people have holidays in the sun, but no, not like, it's not like a literal thing. You know, fun in the sun doesn't mean, doesn't mean like being inside, inside a star. You know, that's why. That's like, that's like taking tanning to quite an extreme, isn't it? Like you want, you want to come back with a nice holiday tan to show off around the office, a nice bit of a, nice bit of a glow. But like, I think I think getting instantly vaporized is taking it a little <laughs> bit too far. But but speaking of creepy crawlies, here, there's a weird news article here. Motorcyclist taken to hospital after tarantula crossing the road causes collision in California. Oh really? Like it? I'm, yeah. They're pretty big tarantulas, right? And I I swerved. They're, they're, they're pretty big. Swerved for for a, swerved for a squirrel. That's quite a tongue twister. Uh, the other day. But it was on a quiet road, so there was no, you know, no one else to. I didn't swerve into someone. Um, but this this tarantula was in the road, right? And I assume the guy tried to avoid it. Well, it, apparently it was this uh, Swiss couple in like a rented camper van. Right. And no, they brake they braked so that they didn't run it over. Right. And then like this motorcycle went into the back of the camper van, just fucking plowed into it. You know. So to those. Because they brake. Well, I mean, this comes. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's like it's like you you definitely you've definitely sort of endangered a human life in order to, you know, prolong the life of a potentially dangerous or dangerous arachnid. You know. Well, 
it boils down to this, you know, does it hold more value? Is all yeah. life equally valuable? Is the life of a tarantula that was just well, crossing the road better than a... Well, according to these Swiss tourists, yeah, I guess so. Um, and it, it, it reminds me actually of, of when I was in India once, uh, years back. Me and my mate were on this uh, this old Royal Enfield motorbike. And we were going like through the mountains, through this like little weird little mountain road. And like we didn't run into that much wildlife the whole time we were there. Like not not that much, you know. But yeah, there was basically this dirty great snake in the middle of the road. And it was like by the time we came around a corner and by the time we spotted it, it was like our options are limited. We could we if we slow down to try and not hit it, we can't swerve off because there's just jungle on either side. Um if we slow down, there's a chance it'll fucking try and bite us, you know. Um, so the only option was fucking speed up and run over the fucking thing. Right. So that's what we did. Um, and yeah, uh, just it. And like we sort of stopped, like a, you know, like a hundred hundred yards or fifty yards down the road, and like looked back, and we we sort of even wandered a bit back back to get a look at it, and I think we probably killed it. Right. Like we didn't get that close because just in case, you know. But it like you could see it had like a big fucking tire mark in the middle of it. Yeah. And it was a bit like, well, that's unfortunate, but it was him or us, you know. Right. Like it was, and it was like it was quite a beautiful looking creature, you know. It was, it was a shame, but it was like, we're not, we're not, you know, if it's him or us, or even like the risk of, you know, the risk that it's gonna bite us or whatever. I don't even know if it was venomous, but it, like, you know, it, it was like a snap, snap second decision. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's something else is dinner now. Um. True. Yeah, it's, it's the circle some, of life. You did something a favor there, like ooh, free dinner, and then yeah, that roadkill. The thing is, it would have been a slightly bigger creature, and then a slightly bigger car to hit it. Eventually, you know. There's always a bigger car. Yeah, there's always a bigger car <laughs> and creature crossing the road, until eventually, yeah. the creature becomes so big, it collapses in on its own mass becomes like a becomes like a black, a black hole. hole yeah <laughs> it's like or it's like nibbler it like it's fucking it's eating so much it that it's, it produces like oh, antimatter like, yeah like a yeah and that that's dense turd matter creating a, a black hole at the end of a quiff a loofah quiff is the plot <laughs> of the fifth element part two why <laughs> yeah Chris Tucker cleaned so many asses that his hairpiece became so dense it collapsed in on itself. Um, and yeah, the end of the world ensued. <laughs> and that's all she wrote, baby. Um, I got I got one more for you just before we, we wrap up, which is uh, this uh, this headline is. Charity shop in Swansea asked people not to donate sex toys. Bernardo's customers have been asked to refrain from donating used and unused marital aids as they aren't quite the sort of toys we're looking for. Marital so, aids. Marital aids, yes. <laughs> oh my god, I've got marital aids. <laughs> I got yeah, yeah, married you can't, you in can't any... tell, you can't... You can't tell whether whether those are a capital letters just from the just from someone saying it. <laughs> exactly, it's like, oh, I got married, and then like you start feeling a bit ill, 
and the doctor's like, I'm sorry, we've got marital aids. Marital aids. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, she said she was clean. Um, <laughs> but I actually think there is. Um, I, I saw an advert somewhere a while back about a place that does take on. Like, there is actually a thing that you can donate sex toys to now, and I think it's free. You might just let me, I might Google it now. Oh, yeah. Uh, All right. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah, you go ahead and do that. I mean, I was going to, I was going to ask, what's the weirdest thing you've bought at a charity shop or donated to a charity shop? Uh, oh, yeah. I'm just, the first thing that comes up is this charity shop in Swansea thing. <laughs> maybe I'm, I'm, maybe I made it up. No, I, I don't see any kind of. What do you, what do you think? There's a gap in the market there. I mean, I, I think I, I, I would also think that it's the kind of thing that maybe you could sell on eBay and fucking make, make a lot, a lot of money from, like use marital aids. It's <laughs> the kind of thing that like that there'll be perverts out there that'll buy it for like several, several times the price of getting a, a new one. Well, because it's been it up someone, some dude's ass. Yeah. Um... I mean. I, I mean I get the impression this was there was that thing of like the girl that was that would what fart in jars yeah and like sell it so I, I don't the know bath water thing as well my, 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 my mate my mate was telling me I was having a conversation about this with my mate Johnny a few months ago and he he told me that basically that 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 chick made herself really ill because she was she had so much so many orders for like fucking hundreds of dollars for jars of fart gas that she was eating like a weird diet to make herself fart more and she right. gave herself like some kind of fucking stomach cancer or something from eating right. like, way too many legumes that sounds that 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 sounds like a pub fact that that sounds like someone someone tells you when you you no, sat at the bar no that that's the only kind of facts that johnny has a pub facts. So i'm very i'm very Dogs skeptical i'm not i'm not i'm not yeah i like well i i haven't thought about that since he said it until this moment so i i'm not bothered to look it up uh, I would I wouldn't be at all surprised if it was bollocks, but yeah. it's oh, it's it's somewhat amusing bollocks. I also don't know how to, I, I wouldn't know how to word that to look it up. <laughs> you wouldn't want it to be found in your search history. <laughs> just yeah, I just don't know. I I don't want to end up looking at something I don't want to look at or reading. You know, in fact, I don't want to know. <laughs> so yeah, that's the that's the gist of yeah. it. I'm not going to look well, it up. It's, 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 it's almost like fucking, you know, never let the truth get in the way of a good a good pub story. Yeah. But saying that, yeah. that you know, going back to this, like, donation thing, uh, it does seem weird that they, they got quite a lot. Maybe it's the same person, or do people in Swansea just have a lot of spare sex toys? Marital AIDS. Do people in Swansea have marital AIDS? Search that. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> Swansea, Swansea's the world capital of mar- marital AIDS. <laughs> Swansea. Um, the weir- it's always the place you suspect. Sorry, to answer the question you asked earlier, what's the weirdest thing I've ever seen, was it, or bought? Well, well, okay, I mean, that that could be interesting as well. I, I said, what's the weirdest thing you've either donated or bought from a charity shop or a car boot or whatever? I actually do have quite a good charity shop story, um, okay. because years and years ago, when I was like 16, uh, I think it was for my 17th birthday actually, my girlfriend at the time bought me this really strange sort of, 
I can only describe. <laughs> I mean, if you use it as a marital aid, you probably. I mean, I think it could stimulate a horse. Um, so yeah, um, wouldn't use it as that. But anyway, it's like this big. It was like a wooden carved skull on a wooden stick with like weird hair. Um, it kind of looked like some kind of weird voodoo stuff or something. Oh, I remember this. I remember this. Yeah. yeah I, so I, I had, remember you having that. I had it for years and years. And um, so when I moved out, I left it at my mum's house and it just hung around at her house for, for years as well, just in the corner. Yeah. And then uh, she moved house and she left loads of stuff at her house and just said, you know, I don't want to take it um, with me because the house she's moving into is smaller and she didn't want... So she left a bunch of stuff, including this head thing, right? So just to reiterate, because I can picture it pretty well, it's like a... Was it made of wood? Was it carved? Uh, or was he, it plastic? It was like carved wood, yeah. It's like... Yeah, and it, it's like, yeah, it's like a sort of human skull on a pole with like... Yeah, it looks like very voodoo type thing. It's like a... Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. just a weird staff kind of thing, I suppose. Um, yeah, and the hair fell off eventually. Anyway, I don't know why. Uh, it was sort of stapled on, and it all come off over the over the years. So weirdly enough, I was at a charity. No, it wasn't even me actually. Um, my partner was at a charity shop. She was looking at charity shop stuff, probably marital aids, that kind of thing. And she she sent me a picture, and I think this was. I don't think she was even close to where we live or where my mum lives. And this bloody how, head... how, how much how much later was this? How how much later was this? Well, it was about three months ago, actually. So it's oh right, the, what? Okay, so so the the, the same. Like, I'm guessing where this is going is that the same one's turned up in a charity shop. Yeah, exactly the same one. So how you, you, in... you tell it because your current partner did she did was she did she have any awareness of the existence of this thing? Uh, she she might have seen it a couple of times at my mum's house. Um... Okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know if. Well, maybe we've been together quite a long time, so pro- probably. But yeah, she just sent me this picture, like of the same, exactly the same one, because I know they have hair. These things that they it came from, like some weird hippie shop um, in Bradford. Mm. So this thing shows up, this stick with a human skull made out of wood. And she sent me a picture of it. I'm like, oh, that's definitely my one because those things have hair and that one doesn't have any hair. Unless someone else, mm. you know, coincidentally had one, pulled its hair off and sold it. I was like, oh, how much is it? How much is it? And she was like, oh, it's two quid. Do you want it? I'm like, nah, just leave it. <laughs> Don't want it back. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were, were going to say it was more. It was like, it was like 50 Hundreds. quid. It, it yeah, made, yeah it, it turned out it was an antique. It, it was actually like... The the real skull of like some some guy that was like <laughs> exploring in in South America in the Amazon or something, and but, like no, it was. I mean, the place in Bradford that sold this kind of stuff had all sorts of shit like that. I mean, it's all to, made to look like it's you know hand carved and stuff, and maybe it is, but it's probably hand hand carved by some poor guy on a street in India, um, and then like bought off him for 50p and then sold for a tenner. Mm. They had like a what you know like a, like a 
bin full of these things. Um, right, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, and they all looked the same. So, yeah, they were just like mass produced hippie tat. Yeah. Mass produced hippie tat. Yeah, tat was the, the, the word that I was, I, I felt we were sort of circling <laughs> for a while there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like... But you know the sort of shop. Oh, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly the, that, like the weird, weird carvings of like dragons and, and shit. Yeah, but I just thought it was quite Nick, funny. Knickknacks. No, that that is quite funny. I mean, it would it would have been funnier if you'd like carved your name on it and like gone and, and found it. And, like, yeah, like being, like being reunited, reunited with your long lost. Yeah, 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 yeah. In a different. Yeah. Well, I mean, if it hangs around and you know changes hands and don't don't just get thrown in a skip some somewhere, maybe I'll see it in a charity shop in the future as well. You'll you'll be re- you'll be reunited eventually with your long lost friend. Yeah. Um this horse Yeah, I was trying to aid. I was tr- I was trying to think of, of for myself like what is there any weird shit that I've got from like a charity shop or anywhere? And there's there's not that much weird stuff. I do know that um there was a a car boot that they always used to have on I think Sunday mornings and like when I was when I was sort of about 17 or so, I used to often go and end up sort of go over to my mate Dave's and get like, get pretty stoned on Saturday night and then wake up on Sunday morning and do like a wake and bake. And then we'd be like, oh, fuck it. Let's go down to the charity shop. Uh, not the charity shop, the, the car boot. And just like buy random tat. <laughs> like, and just, just, you know, like while we were kind of high, I just, cause there was loads of stuff that it'd just be like 5p, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> but it's just, I, it's just some pretty much rubbish. But just like it was so cheap that, like you know, if you went there with like three quid, you could come back with like you know, twenty things. Yeah, twenty things to put in a box in your room. And leave <laughs> well, there. well, that, well, that I mean, the, the one one thing that I I did used to usually get was like, you could get like because this, this was when DVDs would had come in, but like. I still had a, uh, just a VHS player, so I'd go down and just like, because I, I was quite into my movies, and you couldn't really get like Netflix or anything yet. So I'd go down and like, I'd buy like like some old VHSs, and you could get like, you know, a few for a quid. Yeah. Well, that, weirdly so, like, enough, that, that made it worth it. But but the, the the one thing that I remember getting from there was, um, in fact, I don't think it was me. I think it was my sister or someone. But someone bought it, and it was just it was this. Um, painting of like a sad clown and it was just the creepiest <laughs> fucking thing like i remember like fucking we, we brought it back and we, we put it up and like we, we were like sat around like getting high and like literally it became creepier and creepier it was it was probably like some haunted fucking like, you know, it was about it was about 15 15p but it was like something from chucky or something like it was like just this picture it was exactly like a cursed image of this like really sort of hauntingly sad clown like with, and it was done just like like the the person who painted it obviously could paint a bit but they were also a, a bit shit like it, it was just that little <laughs> bit off it was like very uncanny valley yeah. and I, I remember like we, we sort of at first it was kind of funny and we were sat around getting high and then it's it got creepier and creepier and eventually we were like you know what i we need to uh, either get rid of it or at the very least turn it against the wall because it's fucking freaking us out man (laughs) that is that is funny i like that purchase that's a good purchase uh i was just gonna say regarding like the vhs thing 
cassettes have kind of like my daughter's like really into cassettes now they've kind of come back in a little bit i think like cassette players um i think it's because all like, right i wasn't i wasn't aware of this like the i mean the the sound quality is not very good though right no i mean it's i like i i started getting a bit more into vinyls and buying some of the albums i used to have on cd on vinyl because I, I don't know. It just sounds nice, like the crackle of the vinyl and yeah. Just have, owning I mean, that's like that's that pretty cool. It's it's not yeah. It's nice to just have them. I mean, like I'm not really into collecting stuff, but I, if I was gonna, I think vinyls would be a pretty cool thing to to collect. Um, but yeah, so the cassette things, they, it feel like it's come back in a little bit because I think um, '90s stuff's becoming a bit trendy again. Uh, cassettes and pogs and things like that. It's a bit of a coming back around kind of thing yeah there is a thing where it's like sort of sort of like sort of 25 odd years sort of like yeah stuff does come back into vogue again so i think there is like because because what stranger things came out nearly the best part of 10 years ago didn't it and that was very 80s yeah you know so and there was a lot of sort of 80s stuff about then-ish and so yeah it's sort of time for 90s stuff to come back in i guess yeah but um so yeah, cassettes, and they're quite expensive as well. There was some we went to uh, when we were looking at vinyls, bought a few cassettes, and some of them were like, you know, I didn't didn't buy any of this expensive, but the guy was selling like cassettes for like fifteen, twenty quid, twenty five quid. Uh, yeah. Of like, because they don't, I don't think they actually make cassettes anymore because they were shit, right? I think uh, I think they stopped making them fairly like at all like fairly re- or maybe am I thinking of like just blank ones? I think maybe they stopped or maybe I'm thinking of VHSs like they stopped making even blank VHSs. Yeah. A year or two ago. Just inefficient, aren't they? Really. Yeah, but I mean, I I had I had loads of CDs at one point, but they all got like they all got scratched, and then I just got rid of them all. Yeah. Or I might I might even have a couple a couple kicking about like maybe at my parents' house, but they'll they'll be not. They'll, like, you know, they won't. They'll, they'll not be in the original cases and everything. They'll, they'll be fucked. I had a couple of. I had a couple of cassettes. The thing with cassettes was you could you could like just tape them off the CD. So the only yeah. reason I had a, uh, like quite a lot of cassettes was like just like for in the car. Like there was no CD player in the car. Yeah, I mean, um, but CDs were pretty shit as well. Like at the time, they seemed like really revol- revolutionary, but they just get fucked, don't they? Huh. Re- revolutionary. I get they, it. Um. They just get like scratched to shit and stop working. Like they're just naff. Yeah, so. yeah, that yeah, that was the thing. Like they did, they didn't last. Like they, you know, I granted, I probably wasn't careful enough with mine. But like, even if you were pretty careful with them, they did usually end up getting scratched to shit. Yeah, and now we just got access to unlimited music, I suppose. At you know, in the palm of our hands via phones and you know, electronic devices. So all of it kind of became a bit obsolete. Yeah, but it's weird, like, because I I listen to music a lot less now, and it's almost like because it's there, I don't like I don't feel like like when I was younger and I only had about ten CDs, you know. Yeah. Like I listen I listen to those albums like over and over, you know. Like look at all the 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 CD inlay booklets and stuff, like you know, memorize all the lyrics and shit. Whereas now it's like because I can listen to any anything I want whenever I want. It's like I don't even bother that often. Yeah, I get a bit of that, and also I don't know. I feel like I listened to a lot more music when I was younger because I hung around with people who liked music as well, and it was a sort of social thing. And also, people would be like, yeah. "Oh, listen to this like new band or whatever." Nowadays, I feel like I just listen to the same shit. I listen to 
then. Yeah, I think I think this is just I think this is just us becoming crotchety old men. Yeah. To be honest, like, I you know I think that's I mean like I think the the move move to like Spotify and everything being online is part of it, but I think also just like yeah, but definitely definitely like when we were first hanging out, like it was definitely something we bonded over is like like music and stuff. It's like oh have you heard this album? Oh oh you're yeah. like you like Nirvana, you like the Clash. Oh yeah, well if you like them, you might you might like this band that I've got a CD off of. Oh yeah, let's check it out, man. Yeah, which I think is really, yeah, it's a now, nice part of like growing up and like making friends and stuff with sharing music back in the day. I don't know if that's still as much of a thing uh, for younger people. Um, yeah, because you don't need the physical CD or whatever. So it's like, I guess I'm guessing it probably is. It's still a bit of a thing, but like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was much less so. Well, there was, I, I feel like there was a lot less for us to fucking do back in the day. Like, you know. <laughs> The internet wasn't let's, massive. Let's, hey, mate, mate, you, you want to come out and play? Let's go throw, net, throw rocks at that wasp's nest. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah brilliant. Yeah, much. We'd just go out and, like, <laughs> you know, you'd find a TV in a field, and you'd be like, oh, ace, and smash it, and that's it. <laughs> yes. like, that's, 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 that's the rest of your afternoon slash evening sorted. Yeah. <laughs> An old abandoned TV. All right, let's get some sticks and smash it up. Uh, or, you know, you know, the, the fucking... Um, unicorn, a burnt out car, a burnt out car. Jump yeah. on it, <laughs> fucking smash the windows in. It. That's 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 the next couple of weeks of your calendar taken care of right there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nowadays, it's... <laughs> it's like jackpot. Yeah, nowadays it's just you know, on being online, looking at stuff online. Yeah. <laughs> Watch it, watching a YouTube video of some kids smashing a car up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow, look at these but guys yeah. are smashing a car. Well, we, <laughs> you know, back in my day, that's what we'd we'd be we'd be doing it, not watching it. Right. So anyway, now that we've completely devolved into like a couple of old men yelling at clouds, like, uh, yeah. should we call it there? Yeah, I've got a prostate exam in half an hour, so. <laughs> That's that's just the one that you give yourself, yeah. Like... <laughs> it's the weekly one, like a weekly <laughs> prostate exam from some guy that I met in um, Witherspoons. <laughs> no cancer so far. He's bringing he's bringing his skull staff around to to fucking really get up there. It's marital aids. On that bombshell, I've been JJ. Now I've been Hatman. Uh, and yeah, if you want to ask us any questions, hit us up at jj.hm.podcast.gmail.com. Uh, check us out on YouTube. Uh, check us out on Patreon if you want to support us and uh, enjoy the content. Uh, it's always nice to feel appreciated, I suppose. And it's, especially if you if you happen to be Chris Tucker, feel feel free to reach out. Yeah. <laughs> Reach out and touch us. Um, take care. Edge slow.